friends, thank you for tuning in to Intermittent Philosophy, the podcast where we are going to talk about all of the hard things that people don't want to talk about. I am going to open up some doors that maybe you wanted to close in your thoughts or your feelings. My mission, the legacy that I want to leave behind is to get people thinking, to get people feeling authentic and feeling fulfilled with their life. So hang out with me, Sammy Joe, as we get into this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. Welcome back. Thank you so much once again for tuning in, for allowing yourself the space, the time, and the opportunity to just sit, think, reflect, stop running and numbing from all the things that are holding us back or that we think about, that we don't talk about, we just kind of glaze over them, which now that I think about it is interesting, I just said all that because that's pretty much what today's podcast episode is on and that's the difference between doing and being and how these two different things affect us and maybe which one is gonna be more supportive of your journey in the long run. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not from a Western culture, maybe it's not going to make that much sense to you. But if you are listening and you come from growing up in a Western background, we are essentially taught since we're little to be doers, right? You go to school, you graduate, you maybe go back to school for university, get married, have kids. All these things are just about doing actions, right? We're supposed to buy into this one-size-fits-all path in life and that's what's going to create our ultimate happiness. When we're old enough, we get a job and we do it. Doesn't mean that we don't like it, that there isn't a pleasure involved in it, but it's a lot about just doing and doing a lot of external things. Things are shifting a little bit now nowadays with education for children, with especially with Montessori-style schools, But when I was in school as well, we were never taught to just be. It was always do something. So now as an adult where I'm really stepping back from my conditioning, questioning literally everything, which if you've listened to any episodes of the podcast, you already know that that's just my nature. What I'm realizing is that when I have the space and the opportunity to simply be, my knee-jerk reaction is that's uncomfortable, I should just do. And in doing, ultimately what that behavior is, is to run and numb from allowing myself to feel what it feels like to not have outside distractions, to understand what it is to be SJ. Like what is the essence of me, my thoughts, my actual feelings, both physical feelings and emotional feelings. But once again, we do that for a little bit and then it feels uncomfortable and we'll numb. Alcoholics and drug addicts in our society, there's this big stigma that that's bad, that's wrong. As in like there's something wrong with these people and we need to help them, right? But in alcoholism, in drug addiction, people are turning to an outside source to once again run and numb. Yet, if I scroll on my phone and do that or binge watch Netflix and do that, it's the same thing, but socially it's a lot more acceptable. But it's still the same destructive behavior. 
And so if I binge watch a whole season on Netflix in a day, if I talk to any of you about that, you most likely will tell me that there was probably a more productive way I could have spent my time, right? So you be aware that that's probably just a numbing technique. But what about if I choose to work all the time? Because when I'm not working, I actually don't know how to handle the thoughts, feelings, and sensations of actually just being. We do that a lot in our society, but we're missing the point that a lot of the times, once again, that's a running and numbing technique. So I can overwork and that's okay, but drugs and alcohol, that's a big no-no. And I understand as well, of course, drugs, alcohol, those are outside substances that we are putting into our bodies and there are other long-term negative effects on our health. But you can't sit there and also tell me that there are not negative long-term effects of me overworking, right? Sure, I might not be putting an outside substance into my body, but our body's chemical reaction does affect our long-term health. And if I'm overworking and always just doing and never being, that does have a long-term effect on my health, especially my mental health. So you see how there are these two things that one is good and one is bad, but they're ultimately the same root behavior, which is caused by the same root problem of us not understanding how to just be in a society that has brought us up to believe the only way that we can have love, acceptance, and belonging is to do. Now, maybe you do in other ways for coping strategies that aren't drugs, alcohol, um, technology, Something that I did recently was I went so deep into reading and reading is good, like you can gain a lot of knowledge, but if I'm always just seeking out knowledge and never doing anything with my knowledge, I 100% know that is a coping strategy for me to run and numb, but I can get away with it because when I talk to it about, when I talk to it about it with people, they pat me on the back and give me praise that I'm doing so good and continuing my education and all these things, right? So we're just pulling the wool over our own eyes because society is allowing us to do that. But how is that going for you? So whatever technique that you use, and maybe it's over-exercise, that's one that I tapped into as well. Over-exercise was a huge running and numbing thing for me because at least it gave me something to do versus be. And from that space then for yourself, if you think about what is the thing that you always turn to to do, even if it's quote unquote healthy or good for you, what could you do maybe a little bit differently so that you allowed yourself the space and the opportunity to be? And I know it's scary and it's really, really hard. That's one thing that I love about my work as a coach is that's what I'm allowing people the space and opportunity to do is to be because it freaks us out. So now that you know, maybe some of these things that especially if you're very defensive about it and you might even feel like I'm attacking you. How dare she say this really good thing that I do is bad for me if you have such an attachment to it. Why? We ultimately, our egos, always want to keep us safe, always want to keep us right. So if someone calls us out on something, 
that ultimately we know we are doing, but we don't want to admit, we're going to really step on the defense. So if you're having that response, perfect, that shows you that you are using that as a coping strategy. And I would never suggest that we 100% let go of our coping strategies because they're there for a purpose. They're what allow us to feel safe. But how could you change it even by 1%? And what would being even look like or feel like for you? Because once again, for all of us, it's going to look and feel differently. I would be such a liar if I told you in order to be, you shall feel this certain way because we're all going to internalize our experiences and perceptions of this world differently. And that means we are doing it right. There is no other way to do it. We're all different. We're going to perceive differently. That's okay. So then my challenge or homework for you from this podcast is really reflect on all those behaviors that you really stick to that, you know, once again, are the quote unquote healthy ones. Are they really healthy or are they just a very socially acceptable way for you to run and numb? And if that's the case, it's all good. It's not necessarily bad. But if you were to get curious with yourself and allow yourself to actually be what might that look like and how could you implement some of that this week? And then maybe you even wonder why the hell SJ should I even care to be because doing is actually working out really great for me. Maybe it is. Maybe right now it really truly is working out great for you. But when all those things that you do, they are not permanent. They are not guarantees in this world, right? We live in a very impermanent world. All of it could get taken away from you in a second. Your job, your family, your hobbies, anything that you do, Netflix could go down, right? Even, (laughs) it sounds silly, but when I think about that, it, it does scare me a little bit because yeah, sometimes I turn to that for numbing and what would I do without it, right? So all these things could get taken away from us, even if we think that they wouldn't. So then how would your life be if you never understood learned or took the time to allow yourself to learn to be comfortable in being. And to me, that's terrifying, right? Knowing all of these things that I do, that I turn to, to keep me busy and occupied. Literally, they are not guaranteed to me. They they could get taken away any moment. And if I don't learn to understand what it feels like and that it's safe, okay, and comfortable to be, what would happen to me? if all those doing things got taken away. I don't want to think that it would destroy me or I would become so distraught, but I know because of our culture of attachment and aversion, mentally that's exactly what would happen. So I would mentally become very sick, very scared, because I chose to not understand what being is. So do or do not is actually not the question, but to be is the ultimate thing. It is our ultimate sanctuary and being can never get taken away from us. I'm really curious to hear from all of this conversation, what's landing with you or what do you really disagree with? Like what's really hitting you hard? Remembering that every experience, every opportunity, every moment is both a teacher and a teaching. What are you taking away from this episode? 
I would love to hear any moment of aha insight or appreciation. You can always reach me on social media, on Facebook or Instagram at Lifestyle Rising, or you can just shoot me an email. sj at lifestylerising.com is my email address. Also, if you're curious to learn a little bit more about what it is that I do as a coach, you can always head on over to my website, www.lifestylerising.com. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this. Cheers to a week of understanding that doing isn't necessarily the best because we know being is better. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. I'll be hopping back with another episode soon. But in the meantime, please don't forget to keep thinking. Interrupt your everyday patterns. Yes, our life is busy, but there are always moments where we can reflect, we can grow, and we can appreciate. Gratitude is one of the best driving forces for growth and appreciation. So try to add a little bit of philosophy intermittently into every day.